Okay, so like, hold up. Like, I didn't know fire jumpers or whatever they're called, smoke jumpers, were yes. actually a real thing. They actually Are you exist. getting fired up for them? No! Oh, yes! Yeah. Welcome to reshoot amateurs in those suits. Too many movies to explore. Ruthie, Hector, and Ed laugh until the end. Let's see something never done before. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reshoot, an amateur's guide to gooder film. I'm Ed. I'm not sorry. John, I wish I was John Bernthal. <laughs> Welcome to the same. <laughs> I'm Hector. I'm Ruthie. Hope you're having a great day. Welcome and thanks for coming. Today we're talking about and trying to fix Those Who Wish Me Dead. Written and directed by Taylor Sheridan. Thank you, Ed. Oh, uh, there's, there's some other writers. I forgot. So, I guess I'll get the plot summary. Hannah was a smoke jumper who saw a bunch of kids. She, she read the, ring, the wind wrong. And then uh, some For three fire. kids die. Yes, of a fire, and three kids Horse die. Fire. And she sat there and watched them die, basically. Because she couldn't go and help them. Yep. Otherwise, she would be dead, too. Yeah. So while that was going on, so after that, she has PTSD. She decides to do a stupid thing of, like, hey, I'm going to ride in the back of a truck and then pull the parachute so I can float, do, like, some uh, parasailing, but paradriving, I guess. It wasn't, it wasn't the first time she's done it. So she was arrested by her ex-boyfriend, Ethan, who was played by John Bernthal, who was a fun surprise. I did not know he was in this movie. Yeah, H- Hannah is uh, Angelina Jolie. Oh, right. Thank you. And then, uh, so she now, so because of breaking all those rules and getting in jail, I guess, but not really, she is now working at a fire. He was, she was supposed to be arrested. No, you got the order all mixed up. Well, I'm, yeah. Well, I'm just jumping around a bit. She... She got, she, she got, got arrested for doing that stupid thing, but she was already going to do the Firewatch Tower because she failed the psyche valve for smoke jumping. Right, I didn't miss that. Okay, I misunderstood that. I thought it was like an yeah. extra punishment thing. She was Never already mind. doing that. She just was fucking around was, with her friends. When it wasn't even her fault for doing the, for the psyche valve, like they said, anyone. it was three days after the incident, anyone would have failed. They just need a fall guy. That was an accidental pun. <laughs> Meanwhile... There is Owen, the father, right? Uh, his name is like Owen or Wilson. Or his something. name is Owen. Owen okay. and his son Connor with are talking, and uh, they have a dead. The mom's dead, so it's just the two of them. I have no single dad. Single dad. Having an awkward teaching your son how to flirt conversation <laughs> as you do. Yeah. So he learns that the DA. I- Owen learns, oh no, my boss, the DA is dead. Uh, I guess he found some faulty accounting because he's a forensic uh, accountant. So he looks for he looks for big uh, issues like that, you know, like finding what's wrong. So he takes his son, they go on a road trip and basically to run away from the assassination. And then they uh, drive all the way to wherever they are. They go somewhere in Montana. Montana, was it? Yeah, it's Montana. Yep. They go from Florida to Montana. Yep. FYI. Thank you. I didn't, it's hard to get the geography on that. So we got you. So they drive, but the assassins catch up and beat them. 
by flying, and then they uh, basically uh, Owen Finn hides in the bottom of the car while the car's going downhill. Not the bottom, but like the seat. Wait, the kids from Lego Movie? Not Owen. Wait, what? You said his name's Finn. The Finn's the actual actor. Oh, oh Ethan. Okay. Sorry, Ethan. Connor. Ethan. Connor. Connor. <laughs> yeah, he hides in the bottom of the of the shotgun foot, passenger seat. The foot area. The foot yeah. area. The kid. I'm, I'm and a it car crashes person. and he's totally fine. No, no airbags. Of course not. He's fine. So he runs away and he runs into uh, Hannah. Mm. Also, before that, Hannah was in the fire, the watchtower and uh, lightning struck and she jumped out of the way. But now everything is fried. And her hands are fucked up because she, uh, yeah. she has rope burns. Yep. So she's getting him wet in the and kind of cut off some of the splinters Try, and yeah, stuff. Trying to give herself like a little bit of first aid. Yeah. And then she sees the boy. Connor. Oh, Connor. And then that first Connor runs away and then she's like, no, I can help you. I, you can trust me. And then within like two hours of trusting her, of being with her, he hands her, he answers the letter that his dad gave him, which was like, you can never read this, but if you trust someone, give it to them. With that going on, the bad guys, assassins, pretend to be FBI officers. They start a forest fire to attract attention from the death and give them more time. Through some detective work back at Owen's house, they learn that who his brother-in-law is, which is John Bernthal, the sheriff. And he is like, hey, we need to stop at your house and can you get the press? But it's like, we're not getting the press, but you can come to my house. By that point, so it was like three different like kind of stories happening at the same time. It kind of throw, it throws me off. It, yeah. So with this going on, John Bernthal is, his, you know, he's on his way back when his wife, Allison, my God, his name's Ethan. Allison, his wife is like, oh, you know, they're like FBI agents mean to go in. She's like, I don't fucking trust you. And then they almost kill her and she's six months pregnant, but she like grabs a canister of like spray. What was it like? She had like a bottle of booze and she held it bottle cap up towards the fire. It so wasn't was booze. It was, it was, it was a spray. It was a spray. And I think cap. it was like bear or cougar spray. Yeah. Something Probably. like that. So yeah. she, so. <laughs> she, sp- she sprays it. She's like, what you bring me it the wrong way. She's like, oh, I'm not. And then she like flip. Yeah, shoots at the she, fireplace, and then she burns the old, the older one in his face. Just, just, just so people understand, she is flamethrowing them with bear mace. Yeah, in the face. Fucking up, Allison. Yeah. Oh, by the way, hardcore. <laughs> guess what she does for a living? She's a survivalist, like instructor. So, she also like fights. They're trying to shoot her, and it's not. They're not hitting her, and she like fights them off with. I think it was a. Sh- she she has deer a rifle. Uh, yeah, she's got a rifle. Deer, deer it's not rifle. A shotgun. Thank you. I almost said shotgun. Uh, bolt action rifle, hunting rifle kind of thing. And she basically they exchange shots. Nobody gets shot and she escapes. And then right around that time, Ethan, the sheriff, comes home and then they are like, We have your wife. If you want to see her again, you're gonna help us. They're lying, but he fought he, you know, he's not gonna risk it. And they already got, you know, they already got pinned. So he's forced to help them find his nephew. And they're like, You're gonna shoot him. By that point, Hannah and Connor are like, okay, we know what's going on. Let's just go to the city. It's like a 20-mile hike. So they're on their way to the town, and they become closer, and they both say, hey, we just had trauma. Let's share it. As you do. And he's, like, winning the game, which she keeps commenting (laughs) on. 
Uh, and then I like, I like how they exchange stories, and she's like, "Fuck, it's impossible to feel sorry for myself around you." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably my favorite line in the film. Oh, and then at one point, he tries to hide the tracks, Ethan, and they catch him, and he's like, "Fine, just shoot me." And it's like, "Like, just shoot me. You can't do anything. What are you gonna do? I'm not gonna help you." And he just gets angrier and angrier and i'm like please go full punisher for a moment john just be frank i you know be frank castle be frank but he he doesn't well to be frank punch yeah yeah he, something he, like that he fights them back but then they threaten him with burning his wife alive which again was a lie and, and kind of ironic but he keeps complying and then you know basically they okay so anyway they go through this whole thing hannah gets almost hit by lightning and then was oh she, did, she, she i thought it was just the heat because it's oh, pretty no I she she got she got hit yeah. she, she got struck hit. by lightning like hardcore yeah because there's the whole it, shirt it it hit her in the back it scarred up her whole body and then it went through her foot to the ground and burned her right foot. right mm-hmm. i had a hard time seeing that part it was dark anyway so it was a little bit darker than it should have been which makes sense it's at night but still so anyway they get close to the fire and they're like oh shit she's like we can't do this and it's like come on she's like no we can't so they turn back and they're back at the tower when they catch up also when the bad guys catch up and ethan catch up they tell Ethan to go up around this time allison comes back in six months pregnant remember this has a tracker on ethan's phone and then grabs a fucking horse. Fuck it up, Allison. And right with an with her rifle and and just goes right after them. She is six months pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. So they're all just so and it basically just it basically all just culminates in this scene where the fire's starting to get closer. You know, they tell Ethan to go up. The bag is telling Ethan to go up, and Ethan's like trying to cover for them for the two of them to get out, but they see what he's doing and they start shooting. And then by that point, Allison catches up and starts shooting also at the the assassins. And it basically just ends with, to summarize it, Allison kills the older guy. Peter Baelish. Peter Baelish. I, I've never seen Game of Thrones. That's not a, yeah, that's not his name in the movie. That's just, I've never seen Game same of Thrones. Actor. I, I don't know the actor's I, I don't name. know what he's in. Yeah, we're so bad at actor names. Yeah. Connor. Connor. He looks yeah. like an Owen. Connor and Hannah basically fight the younger guy and then they leave him to burn in the forest and then John Bern- uh, John Bern- Ethan dies from his wounds yeah that and lives up to his wife's standards jeez yeah, yeah no he really couldn't and then uh Kat, what's her name the wife uh Allison Allison thank you Allison survives and uh He's like, what am I going to do now? I don't have a mom and a dad. And she's like, I'll be there with you to help you figure out your next steps. And that's where the movie ends. Also, I forgot to mention that at the point after they can't find the kid, Tyler Perry shows up for one <laughs> scene just to tell him, like, you guys need to go even harder on finding this kid, no matter what. Tyler Perry like, is the bad guy. Or he's, the, he's like their head guy. Boss, but it was, yeah. so, it was so weird to have him there for, like, one scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, also, I like how Peter Baelish... Oh, the, the guy just keeps saying like we needed two teams hit him at the same time he was right he was He's an experienced was. hitman also fun fact i'm looking at the cast so i can keep their names straight uh ethan john bernthal does not have a last name but guess who does allison allison sawyer 
Mm-hmm. Fuck it up, Allison. She gets the last name. No other, ca- almost no other I'm character. I'm pretty sure does. Ethan's last name's Sawyer at this rate. Let's be real. Yeah, no, he took her last name. Yeah, no, he took her uh-huh. last name. So I don't want to talk too much. Which one of you two wants to go first? I'll go first. Ruthie, raise her hand first. I didn't raise my hand, but I'm like, I'm. She raised her first. hand right as you start talking. <laughs> Do you want a rock, paper, scissors? Best two out of three. I'll pause it. By degree of the greatest rock, paper, scissors game that you will never witness. Not really. Ed goes first. Okay, so this movie, Taylor Sheridan, right? I know he didn't direct Sicario, but he comes out with Sicario. Amazing. He comes out with Hell or High Water. Also amazing. Then he comes out with Wind River. Also amazing. These great movies. He directed Hell or High Water and Wind River. So and then he comes fact, out with this one. Fun fact what? It was really fun because I didn't know anything about Hell or High Water. And then Ed one day, we're just hanging out. He's like, we're going to go see Hell or High Water tonight. I'm like, oh, okay. You're that was, that was with us and our friend. Yeah, we were we were somewhere like in a mall and we watched it in the mall theater because I just saw it in the title cards. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. Anyways. It was a really great movie. Like, it is, a, it is a, a great movie. Taylor Sheridan is amazing for writing stories especially so I about... he was making this movie yeah. i was very excited i'm sure you were too were like me excited. too i was super excited and then i never really got around to watching until now and uh yeah the best word i can describe after watching this movie is i'm disappointed in what i saw because it wasn't good i just feel like a lot of the disappointment well keep in mind i haven't seen any of the other of the guys other films but i feel like the biggest problem, at least for me, is that the title Those who doesn't wish me match dead. The, the vibe of the yeah. film. Those yeah. Who Wish Me Dead feels like a cowboy John Wick. And that's that's what his other movies are kind of like. Sicario, that's just a name for a hitman for the cartel. Hell or High Water, that sounds very Western. Wind River also sounds very like Western New Frontier kind of stuff. Yeah. Those Who Wish Me Dead... I like the title, but yeah, it, it, it sounds does. Like a, I agree. It doesn't like fit a, the movie. Yeah. Sounds like a soap opera, to be honest. That too. It could be a John Wick cowboy soap opera. I feel like a John Wick cowboy movie would be like Gunslinger. I don't know. It could or be Fist a soap full opera of Dollars. Too. For this movie? No, no for the a title. Co- uh, oh. For Cowboy John Wick. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's an actual movie. Oh, yeah. Fist yeah. Full of Dollars. Or the good. Oh, yeah. And you got the good, the bad, and the ugly cowboy western. Yeah, it doesn't fit this genre because it's not very cowboy and whatever. So, disappointed in Tyler Taylor Sheridan for this. Um, but, you know, it's still got his cool, you know, gunfights and stuff that they're very intense and actually deadly. They feel very deadly. There's no, like, overuse of just, like, shooting forever. Almost every shot has weight. Things I liked about this movie. I like the hitmen and how brutal they were. Peter Baelish and the war boy. Forget their names. What are their names? Ones they like... don't give them their names. Uh, Patrick no. is Nick is uh Peter. What's his face? No, uh, no. Jack is is Peter Baelish little finger. Okay, so and Jack and Bar... Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. So Patrick and Jack, right? Mm-hmm. Jack. Okay. I literally yeah. just called them like. Two face and young guy. I mean, yeah, because uh, yeah, Jack, Jack goes two face mode. Anyways, yeah, Jack and Patrick, I really like them and how they were, how they started the forest fire to kind of flush them out. 
We do not condone forest fires. Hannah and Connor. Yeah, I don't. We don't condone it, but it was, you know, (laughs) just vibing over their brutality and evilness. Make them very unlikable. I also like Allison just because when when whenever do you see a black pregnant woman be a badass in a movie? I know. I was so worried throughout the movie. Like they better not kill Allison. I love Allison so much. And not only that, like she wasn't helpless when the Jack and Patrick showed up. She fought them off. Fight. She was more successful fighting them off than than Frank. Fuck Ethan. (laughs) She's got a higher kill count than Ethan. Well, the thing is, uh, Ethan got jumped on, and he had a gun. She, Ethan had a gun, and so did she. Had the disadvantage more than Ethan did, and he. I know, but that's the that's why she was she got away is because they they didn't see her as a threat. I know, but I'm just either way though. Even when they saw her as a threat, they still yeah. No, she but still he, Ethan, like, she, she brought he, the shit to a piss fight. Yeah, I know, and but Ethan got flanked. Ethan, <laughs> they, they come up behind him. I know, but either way though, they like, had a shooter, I'm just saying so. it's cool that she got like a lot of action. Yeah, yeah, it's cool it's, that she was useful and like actually held her own in the story. Yeah. It's like they were expecting me in a Smash game, and then they got Hector. <laughs> or me. No, just Hector. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I like that. I, And it's so hard to just, like, say anything about this movie because it's so bland. It's just, like, such a 90s kind of action movie. I kind of liked it because of that. I'm stealing, I'm, I'm plagiarizing some review I read. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're just, it's you're not uh, yeah. wrong, it is a 90s action. I was thinking, hold on, like, this feels like a really 90s movie. Yeah, yeah, that's what, I actually have that in my notes. I didn't say necessarily 90s, but I said if, uh, that the movie didn't feel like it came out in 2021. Like, you could change very little about the movie and have it have taken place 10 years ago, and it would have made, in some points, a little bit more sense than when it was actually aired but yeah this movie is just really hard to talk about and say what i liked and didn't didn't like because i didn't dislike anything really it was it was fine it just there wasn't anything special or bad about it that's why it's just so planned and so just what you see is what you get there's nothing else there's nothing to talk about the movie afterwards because it's just the movie. I don't know. But yeah, what, what I would change is I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, because I don't I don't want to change too much of the movie. I don't want just want like what 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 do Taylor Sheridan's movies all like the ones before this have in common? They have a badass main character who's kind of like investigating or solving a crime or something, but it gets like a little out of hand. This one is just survivalists which can be good and it does there's nothing really to talk about or i mean i already said that but like there's no hidden theme inside of it like sicario is just like the cartel violence and the war on drugs how that's so out of hand uh hell or high water is more about like poverty and like the dying american farmer living and Wind Rivers yeah. is Indian reservations and how absolutely shitty they are. How bad we treat Native Americans. 
And this one's just a forest fire well, with PTSD. If you look really, really deeply into it, it could be like how, oh, it could be like how the power for, in a way, like powerful people screwing over less powerful people. Like the guy who hired like, the assassins. Well, yeah, like obviously there's the assassin thing, but even with Hannah's storyline, Hannah got blamed for the fire, like the results of the fire. Oh shit, I didn't catch that. Good eye. I don't know. Again, if you if you look yeah. real hard. I guess it can be like that. And that is a little bit of a thing, I guess. Yeah. It could be fleshed out more. Yeah. Yeah, it could be short. more super short. It could be more like obvious i guess with the other three movies he made wrote i don't know if it's like those other movies are more obvious i think it's with this one like i didn't want to come off as a little contrarian but i was trying to like okay like what do all the kind of storylines have in common well you know like power power getting screwed over by power yeah i can see that for sure i don't yeah like this movie was kind of, like I said, bland and not good, but not bad. And I really don't have any fixes to make the movie better for me, other than like literally changing the entire movie, like 100%. Because <laughs> mm. even, even the plot that they have isn't very, uh, I don't know. You can't do much with the plot, really. So yeah, that's about it. Terrible episode for me. That's fine. We have those. All right. Stop recording. (laughs) Okay. What I liked about the movie. I wrote interesting opening here. It's a little messy looking back on it. I could tidy it up a bit so you could figure out what's going on. Because like, until you figure out Hannah and Owen, it seems like it's almost muddled together. Because there's the forest fire, and then immediately after the DA's off, a house gets blown up in a fire. So it's kind of confusing, at least to me. Oh, okay. I can see why it'd be confusing. Yeah. Um, I liked the dialogue. The, the dialogue felt like people talking. Yeah, no, that was really good. Yeah, it wasn't like, hello, I am human's father. Son, I would like to give you awkward dating advice. Ha ha, father, I will not take your dating advice. It felt like (laughs) a normal awkward father and son conversation. The cast was super cool. So there's uh, Littlefinger, uh, Peter Baelish, R from Warm Bodies, Maleficent, Punisher, Tyler Perry, Allison's actress and Connor's actor. Both of them were amazing as well. Um, I mentioned this with Ed's bit. This movie doesn't feel like it came out of 2021. It feels like it it could have come out plenty of other decades, especially with some of the color choices that they have. Like the there's a lot of yellows and a lot of blues, which make it felt made it feel like 2000s for me. Kind of reminded me of bits in Primer. Yeah. The kid actor, he's a really good kid actor. I hope he. Finn Little is his name. I looked him up. I hope he keeps acting and I hope he doesn't get screwed over like other child actors. Yeah, no, he's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Allison was like my favorite character. She can fuck shit up. I love her. 
I have a comment on Finn Little. Okay. He's an Australian actor. He needs to work on keeping the accent because his Australian accent comes out very hard in the I last couple scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. I'm like... not leaving you. Okay, it's, I think I did that line right there. Very Australian accent. Yeah. Still, like, he did a great job, all things considering. Yeah. Good actor. Just needs to work on his accent. Yeah, Keeping yeah, yeah. The yeah accent. No, 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 no. It's a yeah. good, it's a good uh, criticism. I'm just saying, like, he did. Yeah. I like. like I can't. Though. I can't fucking keep an accent for like more than. A few I can't minutes. even do accents, bro. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> you can't even do accents. <laughs> oh, you can't do an accent. Can't no, I can't. <laughs> well, anyways, and I liked that. Uh, Hannah's PTSD felt like it had a little bit more weight than just like Hollywood PTSD. Like instead of being in one scene, it was in one scene, it was like two progress. Cool. Dislikes. The bug and horse scene was super fucking weird. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, the horse scene, yeah. yeah I the horse the, scene. There's a random scene early on in the movie for no reason. Uh, well, for some reason, I can't remember what, Owen and Connor pull over, but for some reason, there was a scene where Connor, like, ducks through the barbed wire fence, and he just goes and pets a random horse, which, don't, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that, but I think I can come up for a reason for that. Okay. And it, it ha- the thing is that it has nothing to do with the movie, really? It's with the director. It's with the director and Western and all of that horse stuff. That's just what he lives for. So okay, he inserted that in there, I'm pretty sure, to, you know, pay homage to the Westerns that he did, basically, more recently. And just, yeah, like, they're, they're in Montana. That's like a frontier thing, Keep calling it frontiers. And, yeah, it's more with the director and just, like, what he likes and what it, what it is. It's more of just, okay. like, putting that western feel into this that movie. explains it it did feel shoehorned in without the context of that being a director thing mm-hmm. it, it kind of felt like the michael kane thing in tenet which <laughs> oh shit okay can i can i did michael kane so was plot important though he was part of the plot for one scene for one because scene yeah yeah he's, he's he just revealed like this week that he's retiring which also i didn't know when i made the 10 episode episode how much shit he was in i kind of i'm kind of just gonna do a quick take back on all that i'm sorry do you know how long hannibal was in silence of the lambs screen time for like a two and a half hour movie like nine minutes 16 minutes okay do you want to act for the best supporting actor yeah yep was it just best actor in general not best supporting well best best actor implies Okay. Lead best role. actor implied a lead role, yeah. yeah. Okay, I thought it was 16 best. minutes. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kane had less, but it, he was, was at least plot pivotal. He was important to the plot yes, in some way. I just I just felt like it could have been done other ways. I didn't realize that I Michael Kane has looked old for so long, it's like you kind of forget how old they actually are, you know? He's retiring. Yeah, yeah he's retiring for movies, so yeah, my bad. I will admit that part of the 10th episode, not my best take. Okay. All right. Back to those who wish me dead. Sorry, Ruthie. Yo, what up? Yeah. The horse scene with Finn, it felt like a teen horse drama from like the early 2000s. You know what I'm talking about. That Black Beauty shit. Like, uh, 
Kind of like Spirit. Yeah, but not quite like Spirit because that's animated and it was like, no, I'm talking like the specific horse genre where like troubled kid meets horse. They fall in love. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. I've, okay, the only two horse movies I remember seeing are Spirit and the one where it's a zebra who wants to be a racehorse. That, that's a good one. I, I liked that one. Those are the only two I remember. Anyway. Being a young girl in the early 2000s, I remember the, the horse teen <laughs> drama flicks. Okay, next is like, it, it just pissed me off so much. There's a scene where Angelina Jolie is like doing first aid and she, or yeah, she like took off her shirt and her bra is showing and she's wearing a lacy ass underwire. No woman is going to wear an underwire bra out in the middle of the woods. At most, she's going to be wearing a sports bra or she's going to be free balling it. Just saying. It felt like unnecessary fan service. It, yeah, like there was no reason, especially yep. with Hannah. She doesn't strike me as feminine in any way, shape, or form. Let's not forget the fact that they made her go into the water in the end of the movie with uh, with uh, with a white shirt on too. Uh, well, later they show it seems like she was wearing something under. Yeah, the white the white shirt was a weird choice, but they did block out any uh wet t-shirt kind of implications no no i know that that was good but still like yeah it was still just kind of like the color choice is like hmm yeah well she was like running around that's why i made the amendment of probably a sports bra because like if you're gonna be out in the wilderness you, you do want things to not be anyways okay next thing was more of an more of a nitpick less than an actual dislike also like a fun fact i don't know i won't share it um John Bernthal did not live up to Allison's standards. It's a fun fact. Uh, Patrick R. from Warm Bodies, uh, Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk, the war boy, etc. That guy, he's supposed to be like a sniper dude, right? But technically speaking, uh, snipers work in pairs. They don't spot. There's like a spotter and the shooter and the spotter is like, he's got the, the eye thing. He's going to be looking at this stuff he's going to be calculating the wind he's going to be doing all this he's going to be doing the math lady stuff but like in real life and cool not mimi like i'm describing right now is this from the military friend who told you this it's that's that's no, it's, how it works and i yeah yeah you no, see that stuff in a movie called shooter yeah uh no legit i learned this from fallout new vegas <laughs> oh my god oh the sniper dude in, yeah yeah but yeah, it was just like a thing I noticed and I wrote it in my dislikes. It's a fun fact about snipers. And I guess my last dislike, as I said, I didn't like the title. It just didn't feel like it fit. I tried to think of a few alternative ones. We can use this to go into the fixes. Uh, my first one was Firewatch, but obviously we can't do that because of the video game. There's uh, Station 217, which is where Angelina Jolie is locked. Uh, she's uh, staying. There's Fuck It Up, Allison, although that one's mostly a joke. <laughs> survival or Survivalist. That one seems a little too vague. Uh, a little too generic. on the nose. Generic. Yeah. Uh, I really like Station 217. Okay. Station 217 seems really good. Okay. I also had Wildfire and Stormwatch. I had one. Okay. It was Fire Flight, but like you can parenthesize the L. So it's like Fire Fight or Fire Flight. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> Boomer liked your idea. Thank you, Boomer. Boomer's our cat. I think people are familiar. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Um, the main things that I could think of to fix up the film, uh, 
I just wanted to touch up the the main characters. I felt like they could use just a little bit of love and it would make the movie a little cleaner and it would add just a little bit more content. The movie's only like an hour and 40 minutes and that's including credits. It's super short and it felt like it could use a little meat on the bones. Mm-hmm. So Angelina Jolie's character, Hannah, honestly, Angelina Jolie she's got a bit of the Meryl Streep effect where like I see her on screen and I don't think oh this is an actor or this is an, uh, a role this is a character it's like oh fuck that's Angelina Jolie she's playing in a movie you know like I call Meryl it Streep. the Tom Cruise effect that you know, oh yeah I've, the Tom Cruise effect has never been stronger than in that uh Mr. Rogers film Mr. Rogers he's plays Mr. Rogers in the film yeah, that's Tom Hanks that's what I'm saying Tom, Tom Hanks was Tom Cruise effect. I heard Tom Hanks. No, <laughs> Tom Cruise <laughs> effect. I, when I, I when I honest. when I watch Mission Impossible, I don't see whatever his name is, Ethan something. His name's also yeah. Ethan. It's Tom Cruise. Yeah. To be honest, I I thought you said Tom Hanks. Now I want Tom Cruise to play Mr. Rogers <laughs> the movie. Really, I want Tom Hanks to play Mission oh, Impossible. Both switch them. So yes. the only time the Tom Cruise effect didn't hit me was when I watched Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah, he's like bald and shit in that movie. And and he's has he has a fat suit and fat finger gloves. Yeah. Huh. But anyways, Meryl Streep effect. But um, I don't know. I think it's because like what little I know of Angelina Jolie is like she's a very maternal person. And although she was trying to tone it down in the film, she did she was very maternal in in the film. So Yeah. 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 Like she she wasn't Yeah, but what I liked is that she wasn't super maternal. No, she was like super awkward about it. I thought that was like an interesting yeah. way to characterize and, Hannah. And and I like that she didn't say, oh, I'll take care of you to Connor. She's mm-hmm. just like, I'll help you figure it out. Yeah. That was a nice, yeah. yeah. Keep that. that was a nice touch. Keep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. But yeah, Hannah is supposed to be, as far as we know about her at the beginning of the film, we know that she is a firefighter and she is an, an adrenaline junkie who either actively, or not actively, she either is suicidal or she's just reckless enough that everybody thinks she's suicidal. So I don't know, I'd play up that kind of recklessness a little bit more, especially uh, early on when she's in Station 217. Because like, yeah, she's like, she has the one big reckless thing where she does the parachuting and then as soon as she gets to the tower, nope, she's fine. She's responsible now. She can take care of a kid. It's good. My theory is that, I mean, she was still telling the kid, hey, let's run through the lightning to wait it out for a few seconds. So my theory is that as soon as she got struck by the lightning, she, uh, her, her uh, she personality changed. Oh, she got the brain scrambling? She got a bit of the brain scrambling. <laughs> okay, is- I, I, do, I do have a counter argument on the thing about oh she's fine she can take care of the kid and all that for ptsd people are very good at hiding it and very good at just like it'll still it's still affect i know but there are some people who are very good at hiding it and not talking about it and looking like they're absolutely normal and acting and being you know still like active like behaving a good way but still have that kind of trauma yeah so that's my counter argument of the quick change she has because obviously the fire thing still affects her. It's just that she has to keep it down and also like the connection with the kid, a kid that she can save now who's mm-hmm. in danger makes her like get revitalized, a way to redeem herself. 
that's my thought process on why she doesn't show it too much because she seems very strong very mentally strong mm-hmm. yeah no i i hear you you have a good point i was actually going to play up some other symptoms well just like a few more aspects of that ptsd like, yeah yeah um, yeah obviously yeah. I, I also think there were only like three scenes where it like yeah yeah no, I showed. made the joke yeah the last time it showed was when i think when they had to get close to the fire and she was stalling but i think that was yeah it was also because her foot was like fucked up yeah but <laughs> even then. but yeah i think it was a combination of the two but anyways um another thing i do just to like make things a little bit clearer in the beginning of the movie when hannah is like having her ptsd flashback instead of having that be uh, a dream when she snaps out of it she's in a psychologist's office she's in the middle of an eval because the way that those fire watches work i don't granted i don't know enough about firefighting i probably should have done my uh hector trademark research but you're, as far as I know, from the one video game I watched a playthrough of, so like Same. three times. Yeah. Firewatch, be, it's such a good game. It is such a good it's game. It's a really good game. But you're going to be alone in a big tower for three months. You're going to let a person with PTSD and who everyone in town thinks is suicidal be alone, reachable by a helicopter six hours away, you know. Yeah, yeah, and she, she, she even makes the, the joke early yeah. in the movie before she goes up. Maybe I'll jump. Yep, exactly. That, yeah, Jesus, I didn't think about it like that. No, they yeah. shouldn't have. I, the way that the movie played out, she really shouldn't have gone to the tower. So in my version, she's mid-eval. As she's coming out of it, you know, the psychologist, obviously they're not just going to let her like suffer and be like, nope, you fail. It's going to be like, okay, you did a pretty Here's good job. Here's some resources. Well, not just that, like she pulls herself out. She has the her own tools. And then she pulls out a list and she says like, me and my therapist came up with uh, this crisis plan. And crisis plan is like an actual thing. Uh, when you are feeling ideation, a therapist or a or crisis like worker. like extreme depression. Yeah, I've just had, any I've, kind I've of- I've had some before, yeah. they help. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's nice to have. But it's a plan like, okay, these are the safe people you can talk to. These are good places to go. Here's what you need to get your mind off of it. So she's got a list of like, she's got her own crisis plan. Like she's come prepared, you know? Yeah. Again. Yeah. No Hollywood PTSD here. But like, for example, on her like crisis plan, she can say like, oh, uh, no gun or like access to weapon except for like, the firefighter mandatory little axe thing that very sharp axe very sharp axe that people (laughs) probably won't injure themselves with a hand radio with access to her therapist and other safe people etc etc so she was calling that one guy well no that's the thing like that's a part of her crisis plan like have oh just make it part of her crisis Uh, yeah yeah she did have the sat phone to talk to whoever she was talking to which i don't Think? I think it was supposed to be one of the other firefighter buddies. Yeah. But it's not. Was it, was it the black dude? It might have been the black might dude. Might have been the black dude. Mm. But anyways, um, when she's out at the fire watch, instead of having her do the, the, the sensible thing of jumping off the building when the lightning strikes, how I would have her injure her hands is uh, she gets bored. She's an adrenaline junkie. She's going to do something reckless. I don't know. Like, uh, she could be like rock. She could be like, oh, I love this view up here. Climbs without rock climbing gear, slips, falls, cuts her hands. Uh, she could try to make, do some like makeshift bungee jumping, fucks it up somehow. 
or even makeshift bungee jumping feels a bit too silly i i'm just throwing ideas on the paper or like she's hiking and she sees some campers and they're starting up a fire and the ptsd kicks in and she's like shouting at them telling to fuck off and they run off and she starts putting out the fire any means necessary and her hands get burned okay i like that yeah i like that one also, can we keep the rope scene though? Because it Chekhov's gun for later for when they have to escape from the shooting. Oh, okay. And then without them, without her flying out uh, the first time without her doing it, we don't. Then people are like, well, you they just call because you need to see that the lightning fried everything. Well, what I was gonna have happen, uh, that was actually my next point. When she goes to like treat whatever injury she has with her hands, that's when Jack or when Connor comes in, the kid. Uh, as the two of them are walking back, that's when the lightning strikes. Oh, okay. And it's like, fuck. All right. Okay, I think that's all I had just to kind of like spruce up Hannah. Now with Connor. My main issue, everything that I get frustrated with with Connor boils down to he is supposed to be entangled in this like small Montana town. But he's not. What do you mean he's entangled? He doesn't live there. Her, his mom's brother is Ethan. His aunt is Allison, who taught him survival skills with his dad, but he has no memory of, he doesn't remember or care about Ethan. He doesn't know about Allison. He doesn't remember the school. But we, it was only through a picture, right? Yeah. How do you know he wasn't just visiting? That's my thing. Like, it feels- Well, but his dad knew. I, what if, his dad's probably been to the school because he's an older and man. Ethan knew. Ethan's, Ethan Ethan said that Connor was his nephew. Exactly. Yeah, but I just don't see- I, I think the movie's fine with Connor not knowing, considering maybe he only visited for a few days. I didn't like that. Though. Fair enough. Okay. Oh, okay. Fair, fair enough. I see yeah, no, it just, it felt so out of place. Cause like, that, that was one of the things I mentioned when you and I were talking about it, you liked, it was like, everybody kind of knew each other, but there were so many coincidences that a lot of people couldn't interact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it when coincidences don't, don't solve problems, but can kind of create more. But the problem was like, Ethan never had, or, keep calling him ethan connor never had those like oh that's my uncle he's in here trying to kill me kind of moments you know he never had like it felt like he was disconnected from the setting that he need, he should have been a part of fair enough i mean wait he was trying to be quiet during that moment he just didn't want to talk because he was freaking out but he didn't recognize him at all there's like no fair enough yeah yeah, like he could he did, it didn't even seem like he remembered just aunt allison you can't forget allison come yeah. on <laughs> So I would just, really easy, make him remember. As they're riding in on the, the, as they're riding into town, it's like, wait, why, what are we doing up here? Are we going camping again? We haven't gone camping since mom died. Or are we going to see Aunt Allison at our school? Does our curriculum change that much? That much? We went like five years ago. Just have him recognize the area a little bit. Okay. Maybe he's not been in every nook and cranny, but You'd think he'd recognize a rural Montana when he sees it. He's been here before. Yeah. Like, you could give him the reason, like, oh, uh, Owen and Ethan don't get along. The families are uh, estranged. Estranged. Thank you. I forgot the word. But that doesn't seem to be the vibe that the rest of the characters are giving. And that's that it's boring. I don't like it. So, yeah, just, like, have him remembering these things and just, like, a quick little character quirk. A lot of the times in the movie, 
the adults are telling him survival skills that, again, he probably would have learned in Allison's survival school. And keep in mind, he's 12. So how I would change that just a little bit so he can be his own person. As people are, like, telling him what to do, he might pipe in and be like, yeah, yeah, you blah, blah. Like, he... he during spouts. the big danger stuff? No, not during, not necessarily during the big danger stuff, but, like, when his dad's, like, creeks lead to rivers, rivers lead to towns, like, have him interrupt, like, yeah, I know, rivers lead to towns, duh. He's 12. Oh, okay, fair like, enough. Like, this summer, you and I were talking with some of our cousins, mm-hmm. and we were trying to tell them, hey, maybe don't talk to every stranger on the internet. What did they do? Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. You think we're dumb? Like, no, I think you're 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's already kind of, like, he has those interactions very early on with Hannah, like, uh, what's your name? Fuck you. And exactly. <laughs> like he's not, a, he's a sassy little 12 year old. Just add a little bit more. I don't know. It'd be fun. And I don't know. It doesn't have to be perfect advice every time. Maybe he's just like talking out of his ass and like Angelina Jose's like, that is horrible advice. I am a firefighter. Do not do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I got. Also, I think it'd be funny if once in a while he tries to swear and he fails. Yeah. I have met, no, some of the kids I've worked with could not swear to save their life like i i had to like t- get one of them in trouble and i did like i say <laughs> i had to like take something out of their hand for a second because they're like about to hit the kid with it and they're like another kid with it and they're like screw off and i'm like that's not okay like <laughs> it, well yeah like you know he's a middle I, it, yeah, it's, yeah it's not actually swearing but no no that i i can't remember what they said but it was like damn oh. off or something screw, <laughs> screw up or, they mess it up it's like if they had just said like fuck or damn off or screw something you it, it wasn't screw you it was like know. damn it was yeah it was just like mixing it was, it was like metaphors. shit you or something yeah. i can't remember what it was it was really bad i had to not laugh at his face it wow. was <laughs> Uh, Boy, it's gonna be fun with those kids that find the podcast. Oh, they know about it, but they don't know the name. They don't. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> my my haircut lady listens. Oh, nice. The lady oh, that nice. gives me haircuts listened to a few of them. I'm gonna get a haircut again. Maybe she'll say Wait. that she listened to more. But yeah, that, that's all I got. Oh, okay. All right. Um, those who wish me dead. Man, that title does sound like a soap opera. The more I say it out loud. Mm-hmm. It could be. That would be a good cold open. Oh, okay. Okay. Say it one more time. Three, two, one. All right. So, likes. The dialogue was great. The dialogue was great. Like, again, like Ruthie said, everyone just, it felt real. Like, the dialogue was funny, but it wasn't, like, too quippy like Marvel movies can be. It just felt, like, natural. Like, I've had conversations with people like this. Also, everyone just acted really well. Like, the director did a really good job telling everyone what to do. I want to give a special shout out to um, Medina Medina Singor. If I'm saying it right, as Allison. Fuck it up, Allison. Finn Little as Connor and John Bernthal as Ethan. <laughs> God damn it. I want, I want John Bernthal and everything. I can help it. He's fucking amazing. Like, I, that one scene where he was like yelling at the, I don't know if I said it earlier, but like, you know, the yeah. scene where he's yelling at the, you guys, I was expecting him to go, start going like, or like, let me tell you something, Red. Like, or do, do, do the Punisher. <laughs> yeah. The survival show was actually kind of fun. I, I don't know. I had a good, I, I'm not sure how accurate some of it was. Like, what, like the lightning get down thing. I kind of get it. I get why. There's, there's logic. To there's it. some logic to it. Or the one that threw me off was like, 
the fire survival one where it's like they're in the water and then they have to go underwater and back up to get some air and that's like the fire won't reach and i'm like it seemed like hollywood fire safety i was just sitting there like you know that meme of it's always sunny where it's like i don't know about i don't know i don't know if this is true but i don't know if about blank to dispute it that was me with fire science the people are actually all people are being fairly reasonable throughout the movie Although the bad guys were being a little bit stupider near the end, and that kind of bothered me a bit. Although, if I can. Yeah. It did make sense, because as the film goes on, like, uh, the first encounter that Jack has with Owen, where he kills Owen, Owen did hit him with a car, and then later he got, like, bear mace flamed to the face. He's He just got, like, he got beat up in this movie. It makes yeah. sense. He's fine. It's no. the other guy who... It seemed like he wasn't the brains of the operation. Yeah. He was still pretty smart enough to know what to do. It felt like they were He's both... a hitman. He's a hitman. They're both, they're both I know, hitmen. I know, but Jack Jack seems like the more experienced he, one. Imp- and he even mentions at one point to to Patrick, like, I'm fading. He's like saying that like he's gonna pass out, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That part made sense. It wasn't him that bothered me, it was the younger guy. Because, like, he did seem to have his own smart suit. Like, he knew to climb up the tree to get a better vantage point. He knew a bunch... I don't know. He wasn't the smartest one of the two, but, like, I still felt like he was smart. I honestly think that they were both... Just the way they acted and they carried themselves, I had the feeling they were both soldiers. Yeah. No, or, like, uh, military. Patrick, at least, was definitely uh, some kind of military. It wouldn't surprise me if Jack was, like, uh, some kind of intelligence, like CIA. Leads to another like of mine, is that they're both there's a lot of like showing in this movie that's really subtle. Like when he tells Connor, turn around, it's just, he doesn't want to kill the kid. Yeah. Like it's a good, or like she hesitates near the fire, but she doesn't say why. It's like, you have enough. Mm-hmm. Um, my only issue with the whole PTSD thing was uh, it was kind of shown weirdly times. Like, okay, she's crying over the boys. The second time we see the boys, she's watering her hands. And she's crying. The second time they show the boys dying in the fire. Mm -hmm. And then they instantly show Connor is like running away. And it's like, okay, this is really heavy handed for both. So that was kind of like a weird like slash dislike. So I like that they had the PTSD and it wasn't forgotten, but at the same time it was kind of shown weirdly at times. Yeah. Okay. Here's some dislikes. Why doesn't the dad just leak all that shit online? Like, what are you going to do? The people are still going to kill him. But then that, if they if he, if you spread enough pressure then he's gonna be high profile and it's like oh shit so again i get i get it but leak it online give it to like other I'm, people. I'm understanding that what happened was he found the stuff told it to the da and like a couple days later the da died that's what i'm saying but yeah that, i get that but like i yes Ruthie? i hear you technically that's not how it's always played in real life the Panama Papers, uh, the, the journalist who leaked that information, they died via car bomb. And their death was, like, never investigated. Oh, I, I know. But, like, if you want the truth to get out there at that point, just go for it. Yes. But he's That's... still trying to save his life. Like, the more important thing right there to him was saving his and his son's life. I understand his decision of just leaving immediately. You couldn't just given it, encrypted it to someone else, and then deleted any. I don't think he of. had time. I don't think he has the yeah. knowledge. Okay, here's but okay. Here's the issue with this movie being taking place in modern day. Camera phone, cam, uh, smartphones are a thing. 
You can easily yes. get shit to encrypt it. You can easily because I've done it with work stuff. You can. Owen's a boomer. He works for he, but he's a forensic accountant. He's an accountant. Yes, forensic he deals with numbers. If he's forensic, and it sounds like this wasn't like Podunk, Florida Village. I, I'm not trying to like take sides. I'm just trying to like adjudicate. This did seem like a big shit Miami thing. He'd have some kind of internet security. He would be able to. And encrypting something can be as easy as doing exclamation point encrypt email in a hotmail. Yeah, there's ways of doing it. There's, you can send it to someone and then you delete can... any tracks of it. Yeah. Like you, there are ways. It, that's my only issue. I thought of a way around it, but. I still any... don't think he had the knowledge for that. Okay. All he does is make, like find things that don't add up in money movement. Okay. The other thing that I just liked was the Connor surviving that car crash. Like, he should be a smear on the windshield, the inside of the windshield. I've seen videos of people surviving car crashes without seatbelts and not getting injured. Like, it's possible, but like, not the way he was doing it. I just, it was so stupid. I don't know how to fix it. I don't know about physics. I feel like I'd make something worse. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to touch didn't it. see Owen press Make the... the car crash not as freaking like insane. But it how was it cool looked. though. It was <laughs> cool. Yeah. But don't make the car crash that crazy bad. Well, do you need instead of like car crash, getting like good, to... instead of getting good, like three, four seconds of air, just like roll down the hill, hit a tree. If he rolls down the hill, he's for sure dead. No, 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 just the, the car goes, goes, wee, boop. just like goes down the hill. Normally. It crashes, boop, no air. Boop. It crashes boop. into what then? Like the fuck, a fucking pillow? Or like the <laughs> rocks, just like. Oh, the ro- the soft rocks. Yes, because I know. The pillow when, rocks. <laughs> yes, because I know when I'm my falling pillow. off something, I land on the, oh my God. <laughs> 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 Say that one more time in case it doesn't pick up. My pillow. <laughs> God, I'm. Oh, man. We didn't see Owen like press the fucking turn off airbags, please button. <laughs> Even then, no. the whole like, please don't kill my son. Beep. <laughs> Still, no. It's just ridiculous. Like, I, it, it, it wasn't bad. Like, it's funny. I don't hate the scene, but it's just kind of, it took me out of the movie, like, what is going same, on? Same, <laughs> Especially how Connor got out basically unscathed. Okay, um, the horse scene we already talked about, I'm not going to bother. Um, some of the actions did feel kind of stupid, especially the, near the end. So the younger guy's near the tree, right? And he's like trying to fire at Angelina Jolie, at Hannah. Mm-hmm. And he's like firing around. She's like dipping, diving around the tree, spinning around. Okay, you're not injured. You have range. Just go farther around the back and just, or get up close and then just like, not too close, but you have a gun. I really like that interaction though. I, I've never seen action like that before, except no. for in the town, actually, now that I think about it, like where people are just fighting around one piece of cover that they're just rotating around. Really cool. I liked it. Yeah, it's it it's 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 not bad. It's just kind of like I didn't hate it. It just kind of felt like a weird 
like in this kind of a movie where it's trying to be more realistic it just felt kind of like why not just go around and i get he's frazzled too but it just also felt like it did feel like both of them had kind of descended into monkey brain yeah yeah that happens. thank you for getting in adrenaline. Um, yeah adrenaline is a hell of a drug also as much as i love allison a pregnant woman riding a horse felt like super dangerous yeah no we were actually talking about this when we were filming the movie uh what am filming I- the movie watching the movie, movie. we're making movie. a movie yep. guys we're not <laughs> amateurs anymore anyway <laughs> jokes on you i'm the cinematographer anyways <gasps> while we were- <laughs> anyways my uh my great aunt owns a farm for context uh one of her daughters many years ago now uh, she was riding her horse and the horse kicked her off. She wasn't pregnant at the time. I don't think she was. But uh, she was told by her doctor afterwards, don't even look at a fucking horse. Your spine will snap in three. And she's pregnant, so that's going to be messing up her... Yeah, she, like, Hector was like, is it... Sa- oh, sorry. No, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. It's just like, you know, with the, or- the or- belly and the baby pushing shit around. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no... She's probably going to have to be put on bed rest pretty early on. She'll probably, she can fucking suplex the bed at this rate. Come on, True. dude. Anyway, you're saying, Ruthie. Yeah, no, while we were watching the movie, actually, uh, you had commented like, oh, is, is it because the dirt bike is less safe? And I was like, oh, no, the horse is a thousand times worse. Because <laughs> the horse can absolutely kill you. You might have a chance on the bike, actually. I'm going to be honest, horses scare me. Yeah, it no. sounds stupid to say out loud, but like no. I, I have been around horses and like their legs, man, they're so muscular. I'm like, also, God, they can just kick me in the. Yeah, no, they can. I know. <laughs> so the horse, the horse isn't very smart. I agree, especially if you're pregnant. But first of all, she's a survivalist. She probably knows how to ride a horse very well. Secondly, when she was going out to try and find a way to get to Ethan, she looks at the ATV, looks at the dirt bike and then picks the horse. I get why. I think it's yeah, for no. stealth. That, I got no, that. No, no, I got it's... that. It's not that. I get that it was like they need a way to get her to catch up quickly. And, and stealthily. And stealthily. Like, I get it. I'm not mad at the movie. It just kind of, or mad sounds superfluous, but like, it just, it took me out of it. Like, no, it, yeah. yeah it like, 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 the baby would be dead or she'd be dead. Like, there's. Well, I think. The baby would be fine as long as she doesn't fall off the horse, but she is risking a lot considering there is a big fucking wildfire going on because mm-hmm. that's going to spook even the bravest of horses. Yeah. And that's what pu- pulled us out. We were like, wait, press F to doubt. Yeah. Or the baby could just pop out. Right. Cause... Bad woman's anatomy. Okay, cool. Uh... I know. I'm just, I'm joking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fix it. So fixes. Um, I'll just say he can't leak it without leaking other people who got him the information as a way to verify it. So that's fine. I that's an easy way around it. I thought the reason for the horse scene was like it's showing like this. This is the last innocent moment this kid will ever have before the big trauma happens. And I'm like, he's already kind of innocent. Like, come on, he's his dad's like we're playing hooky. He's like, but dad, I have a chemistry test. Like. You fucking Boy Scout. Any kid would rather play hooky. You lamer. You lamer. <laughs> I'm kind of, I was kind of torn on whether or not to have two assassins chasing, the two assassins chasing down further or not. So here's my fix. I'm going to have the third guy. 
So in the movie, when they first, when the guy, when the two of them first uh, lose the boy, they go to see Tyler Perry, who just stands in the field and behind a fence. And he's like, you guys need to go harder on this thing. Maybe we should have gotten a second party, but fuck you. You still got to do it yourselves now. So I'm like, okay, he doesn't seem to trust them. And I'm like, why not just add Tyler Perry to the movie? Oh, after that scene? Yeah, just keep it. He's like, I'm joining. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck Yeah, don't also, fuck it. Then the good guys lose. They all die. He's just, he's just standing there. Menacingly. Another thing I want is that I want Frank, fuck, Ethan, to do some Punisher justice and nearly kill Two-Face. My God, just shoot the burnt guy in the leg. So he has to walk and limp for the rest of the movie. But then who's Allison going to kill? She still kills him. Oh, gotcha. They both work together to finish the job. Allison goes in for the kill. Like, okay. she, she, she gets her kill that she, she rightfully deserved. Yeah. No, like, I'm not Perfect trying to make... KDA. I'm, yeah, exactly. No, I'm not trying to say that Allison, like, needed the help. She definitely doesn't. But it's just kind of like, I want Frank to just kind of be something other than the fucking jobber. Frank, Ethan, God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, come on, Ethan, pull your weight. I, I like how you're calling him Frank when I would he, just say John Bernthal. All no, I, okay. The first thing I have ever seen John Bernthal in that I recognized him in clearly was Punisher or, well, Daredevil season two. But okay, after, after The Walking Dead, I think it was uh, Sicario. Never seen Walking Dead or Sicario. I want to, I've never seen Sicario. I don't want to say Walking Dead. Here's the thing with this team. There's two. There's two people. You got the smarter, tactical older man, yeah. and you've got the young guy who's kind of like the long range. Why don't you just have Tyler Perry be like the close range kind of muscular dude? Because I don't know how like fit Tyler Perry is in real life. Like I don't really. I don't haven't seen him much, but in that movie with the suit, like dude looked swole as hell. So like. I would wager to say that Tyler Perry is extremely fit. Yeah. So, like, he looked good in that suit. So, I kind of just wanted to be in the movie and just fight. Like, not trying to just kind of, like, fight and be like, maybe he's the one who has to grab Ethan. Uh, yeah, Ethan. I finally said it right. Yes, yeah. he, he stops Ethan from running. I don't know. Maybe he, he give him, have him talk to Ethan about, like, you know, you want, like, you want to see your daughter again? Quit doing this shit. Tyler will go up with Ethan up to the tower, but he'll be lagging a bit behind, right? Like, give him a chance to go first and get him out there and make him take the safe. But then he notices that Ethan's not doing anything. Or, yeah, so they, get, they go up and they start fucking fighting. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, he tries to shoot a gun. Maybe he knocks the gun off. Ethan knocks the gun off of Tyler. And then they start wrestling and fighting. And then Tyler's like, just open fire. I don't care if I die at this rate. We need to finish the job. And then, like, Ethan grabs onto, like, basically will, like, during the fight, will end up using... Uh, Tyler is a meat shield, and that's how he kills Tyler. So he gets a kill. Allison and Two-Face, the fight's the same. She earns the kill. I don't think, as cool as I like that she waited till the very last second to do the final kill, and it was like a standoff. It just felt like, just shoot her already? Okay. Still though, still though, that reloading scene was so So tense. I know. Yeah. So good. Oh my god. No, like this guy's gotten fi- this guy's gotten uh, fights down pat 
every yeah. single like i've seen the only movie i've seen is hell or high water from this guy this guy's gotten like the fight scenes down the like gunfights gun are so fucking good good and realistic yeah. too it's, it's so good sicario least... has the two best gunfight scenes i think he's ever done i'll have to put sicario on my list then oh no never mind sicario has one wind river has number two and sicario has number three wind river has the one of the best shootouts it's okay. so good i'll keep it on my list i'll put that one up, up higher up on my list then. just watch the entire frontier trilogy that i call it so i keep saying frontier okay so they hand and connor still slide down the same the tower the same way so here's what i'm thinking i didn't like how passive connor was so maybe when the uh fucking younger guy's about to kill uh hannah he just like throws a rock he does fight hits. back he jumps him not by much i know but he 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 does something like i was kind of hoping he'd like grab a rock and just smack him there's rocks everywhere i'm sure it's national park Mm -hmm. just grab a rock and fucking deck him in the top of the head like just give him more concussed a little bit and get just get him a little bit and then and then that way then hannah goes for the stabbies and then she leaves into the sky in the fire she she called that thing an axe right yeah it looked like an ice pick to me yeah, I mean, it might be like a firefighter's axe. It, that might might be the standard equipment. Oh yeah, because firefighters mm-hmm. have weird axes. That's right. Well, yeah, because they, they gotta get. Well, it might be a little different also, it's from a like forest firefighter. Yeah, forest firefighter. It's gonna be a little different mm-hmm. from like your. Mom yeah, your typical. No, typical it's... like. You know, yeah, it looked like. Mm, it might have been an axe. It might just she she might have just been using the pointy end at the back end. Maybe. Yeah. That's basically how I fix this. I didn't have a lot. I just kind of wanted to add a little more to the movie. It, it needed to. I, I, I had a good time with this movie, yeah. actually. It was pretty fun. I don't get all the hate for it. I just thought some stuff could have been fixed. Because we got like a really, I think a little too low on the Rotten Tomatoes thing. On the IMDb Rotten Tomatoes. Or the, the audience score. I can't remember which one, but like it got a lower score. And I'm like, it doesn't deserve that low of a score. It's, it's to be, it's like a six something or 60. I'm like, it deserves a 70. It's fine. So sixty-one percent. Yeah, it deserves more. Yeah, that's it deserves a seventy. Super low that's for this. Yeah. Grading. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna give you guys a hypothetical, but we can do that after grading. It was very boring. Well, not boring, but it was just like there's nothing special about it. Kind of bland. Disappointed in Tyler Sheridan. C minus. Taylor Sheridan. Taylor. Not does, Tyler. Does the fact that fuck 'em up Allison's in this movie rates the bar up a little? Because that was cool. She was. Yeah, fun. yeah. Really? Like, I. I the representation of female character not being used as two female characters not being used because to Allison named female does characters. to named female characters. I don't think they ever talk. Nope. They, it does not pass the Bechdel test, but still pretty cool. But they did. They, they don't, when they do talk, they don't talk about it. Well, they're talking about Connor usually. That's the, the Bechdel test is as good as it is. It has some flaws. It's, it does yeah. have some flaws. Yes. I believe it passes the Bechdel test. It passes the more feminism test. Let's yeah, just say just like a that. general feminism test. It yeah. definitely pan, pa, uh, it passes the lampshade test, which is a very quick test. If your female character <laughs> can be replaced by a lamp, fails the test. Yep, you you I you mentioned that. I, I remember you saying that in uh, the Godfather review, and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> I kind of want the lampshade to start shooting a bunch of people in the. <laughs> Yeah, but and right up horse. No, and Shoot also another darkness. another thing. <laughs> another you thing. Said, Ed? No, <laughs> an action movie that stars a lampshade. Shades of darkness. 
Sorry. Anyways, People would just get it confused with the Fifty Shades of Grey spinoff. True, but it would be so much better. Anyways, as much as much as I like Allison being a badass, where you wouldn't expect a pregnant woman to be that useful, I also like how uh, Hannah wasn't a badass. She got beat up by the young hitman, basically. She lost, which is realistic, in my opinion, at least. I liked how she she did need Connor's help mm-hmm. in some way, but it, no. in the end, she was still brutal when she got when she finally was able to hit the dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. critically, C C plus, personally oh. B minus. Allison, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Critically, I, I... critically D. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna give it a B minus. I liked it. Yeah. Wait, wait, so a way. D. A D for critics, C minus for me. A D? Yeah, it was boring. Oh, fair enough. Okay, that makes sense. It didn't make me think. It just was there. Here's a chance for you to think. Hector said he would he would watch John Bernthal do anything. If you had to watch a movie where John Bernthal replaced all the actors in that movie, what movie would it be? Twelve Angry Men. That's a good one. No, I was thinking something like I don't know. No, uh, I just like want. I just Prejudice, want. But it's all John Bernthal. A what? Hide and Prejudice, but oh, all John. I just was thinking of a movie where people are just angry all the time because I love John <laughs> Bernthal being. <laughs> yeah. Is it weird that my first thought was the SpongeBob SquarePants movie? <laughs> okay, not necessarily that I'd want him to play every character. Oh, okay. What? Okay, I thought you were. What? <laughs> no. I thought I'd be literal. No, 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 no. Um, just personally, if they were to do redo the Pacifier movie, you know, the one with Vin Diesel, I think he could play the 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 nanny marine guy. I'm down for Vin Diesel being less shit. Anyway. <laughs> I'm down with Chris Pratt being in less shit. True. Uh, but if John Bernthal to... from Mario instead, got it. Uh, True. <laughs> <laughs> so long, Bowser. <laughs> so long bowser okay i do stand by the uh punisher and prejudice movie though that would be fun. <laughs> punisher and prejudice <laughs> it gets funnier my favorite part of the podcast is making hector lose his shit and he gets <laughs> mad at me later i'm not even mad that one's good fuck um <laughs> what about what about we're about we're, okay, dude. Ed, would you John have... Bernthal as Wolverine. Yeah, but Logan? that fits. I'm trying to get you oh. to like push him out of the box, like La La Land, but with John Bernthal <laughs> playing every character. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> another day of sun. <laughs> another day of gun. Anyway, <laughs> give me a second. I oh, I got it. I got it. I got Wait. it. Of a lovely night. I was trying to think of something else. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm going to change my uh, answer from the SpongeBob SquarePants music movie. Mm-hmm. High School Musical. Ooh, I like that. I'm looking at all my movie posters thinking. Dune. John Bernthal playing every character in Dune. I got the worst one. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> the Room. <gasps> oh, my God. He's not. No, no, I did not hit her. It's, <laughs> it's just Tommy and John. Tommy and Tommy and John. No, jo- John has Tommy. 
No, Don is only Tommy for the I did not hit her. I did not hit her. That's bullshit. They were lying. I did not hit her. I did not. And it just instantly more so. Because no, no. How do I say this without getting us in like bad shit? Um, you know they have that sex scene twice. They redo that sex scene twice. It's just John and Tommy. (laughs) I don't know. That's why he's so high up. That's why he's he's putting it in her belly button. Okay, I'm gonna wait. Re- you see the dog? No, 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 no. There's the aiming is like okay. well, but the okay, aim, I'm, I'm gonna, it I'm makes no sense. Bit. No, okay, okay, okay but he's okay, way just too, the, way too high up. Okay, <laughs> honestly, just the room. I think the room. Okay, the room. That's, that's a good answer. Yeah, you are tearing me apart, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, John. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ah, ah, what the story, John? We're gonna do the room eventually, right? No, we can't fix perfection, Ed. <sighs> we don't review, we fix. How are you supposed <laughs> to fix the room? We can't fix the room. You can't. <laughs> Although someday oh. someone's gonna recommend it to us. Yeah. We've, got, we've only ever gotten like one real recommendation. So far. Unless you want to follow us at our P, uh, at reshoot PO1 or our Instagram which is reshoot at reshoot at or, yeah, it's at yeah reshoot. Re- reshoot or you can also have our email if uh, you're a boomer or if you just want a more in-depth thing you can use our email which is reshoot at reshoot podcast at gmail.com not at just or reshoot podcast. reshoot podcast at gmail.com yes. no, it's fine i messed that up too no. um we were talking about socials it's fine uh next movie your turn yeah I want to do a Halloween movie too. You guys did Halloween movies without me and I felt left out. I want to do Suspiria. 2018. Let's do it. All right, let's get weird. Oh, it's going to get weird. (laughs) Uh, Oh, before you stop recording, quick plug for our (laughs) listeners. Y'all should watch Lamb, L-A-M-B, the movie with the sheep. It's really weird, but I liked it. It also has an issue of not knowing what it wants to be. But I still liked it. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's been about a year now by the time this episode comes out that we've been in this podcast. Thank you for nice. sticking with us. Sorry for the inconsistent schedules. And uh, hopefully, it won't happen again. Hopefully, we'll be better about it. We, yeah, night, this year kind of night shift makes this difficult. And also, graduating college. Graduating too, college. That too. Yeah, big oof. Just. A lot of family stuff happening all at once in my end doesn't make this easier, too. <laughs> and all three of that happening at once is what happened. Yeah. Paying with MasterCard? Priceless. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we're not sponsored by them. Yeah. Unless they want us to be. Sponsored. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not we're, sponsored we're by MasterCard. We're not sellouts yet. yet. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> yet. Anyway, Bye. Ray Shadow. No, um, no, I'm not doing that. Shit Bye. Ever. Raycon. Bye. Bye. Today's film was Those Who Wish Me Dead, directed by Taylor Sheridan. The screenplay was written by Taylor Sheridan, Michael Corita, and Charles Leavitt, if I said those right. The cinematographer was Ben Richardson. Go show some love to their various social media accounts. They made a movie, which is more than we can say here. Our next bit. Episode will be Suspiria.
Numi Rapis is a very attractive woman. 